welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Chris Nur, Chief Digital Officer of Synity, a world leader in enterprise data software, and we're partnering with Chief Data Officer Magazine, MIT CDO IQ, and the International Society of Chief Data Officers to bring you this series of interviews with thought leaders in data and analytics. Today, I have the terrific pleasure of talking to Asha Pelos Johnson, Vice President and Global CIO of Data and Analytics at GE Healthcare, and a CDO Magazine 2020 Global Data Power Woman, selected by CDO Magazine for being a pioneer and a key influencer in shaping the data and analytics industry. Welcome, Asha. Terrific to meet you and a, a great pleasure. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Thank you, Chris. It's a great pleasure to be here and you know uh, talk to you about some of the things that are very passionate and I'm very close to my heart. So thank you for having me. Wonderful, thank you. Um, so, so let me start talking a little bit about your GE uh, career. You, you've, you've been a long time leader in GE. You've worked across a number of major divisions and these are in very different types of businesses. So you've had roles in aviation and power systems and in GE healthcare. Uh, as a starting point for the audience, could you just give us an overall picture of GE healthcare, major products and types of services and markets? Sure, uh, you know, so like you said, I've been with GE for 20 years, you know, pretty much all of my career. I started out as a, uh, a developer, you know, with the research division and then, you know, kind of navigated my career through uh, aviation power, some roles at headquarters for GE Digital and then now in healthcare. Uh, I've had the opportunity to do half of these roles within engineering roles uh, or technology roles like software engineering and analytics and the remaining on business specific roles. Um, so that has been uh, a very, uh, I would say, a very important part of shaping up who I am today. Uh, you know, the whole experience that I've had of multiple uh, roles and industries uh, within the GE family. It's like working in many companies without really changing your company. Um, when I talk about GE Healthcare, so GE Healthcare is primarily uh, healthcare equipment provider and our real goal is to make the life of clinicians clinicians better by providing them the ability to really do better diagnosis and faster and more accurate diagnosis. So that's kind of our primary business uh, and we have multiple segments within this, you know, uh, and uh, we also are now very focused on our digital strategy, which helps take our domain expertise and our equipment business and kind of marry that with the digital strategy to really help precision health uh, and really help our patient, you know. So that is kind of the the, the, the goal for G Healthcare. It's a, it's a company that's more than 100 years old. It operates in more than 160 countries. Uh, 2019 revenues were like 17 uh, billion across all of the world. Uh, and uh, just to give you some statistics, every every second there are three scans that are done somewhere in the world from GE equipment. Uh, yeah. So really proud to be part of this uh, organization and you know really uh, be true to our purpose of mattering to lives in moments that matter. So that's that's kind of a quick overview of GE Healthcare. That, that that's that's really helpful. Thank you. And and I, I thought it would be good to start with that because um, you know you. Um, GE is is it's an amazing global company. You know, great reach, all of these different divisions, and um, you know, just interesting to think about that healthcare system, uh, healthcare segment in particular, and how um, commonly used all of the 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 uh, the amazing devices are. You know, particularly in the the field of scanning. 
So, so I want to pick up on one thing that you just, uh, a couple of things that you just said, um, and, and maybe talk a little bit about your, your role and your vision for your role and how it fits into the business strategy. So you're, you're a CIO of data and analytics. How much of that work is focused on helping to, uh, as you said, improve outcomes and kind of optimize the clinical experience for clinicians? And, and how much of it is focused on helping use analytics kind of more from an internal lens to grow the business? And, and maybe to some extent, those two things are, are interrelated. So if you could share your thoughts on that, I think it'd be, be very interesting. Sure, sure, Chris. So if you look at what my uh, role is in, in the 17 billion enterprise, right? It is really to get the power of data analytics to every employee in healthcare. Uh, and in turn, this really helps us to be providing better solutions for our products, which helps the clinical outcome. So there is, while there is no direct correlation of what I do to the clinical outcome, we are now moving into a more and more digital world, you know, with the whole digital strategy, uh, where data is kind of becoming ubiquitous. So we earlier, most of our work used to be around enterprise data. Now it's also about IoT data from the data that comes from the machines that we've installed in various uh, hospitals and other clinical facilities. External market data, very important for us to know, especially with COVID disruptions, you know, that's kind of shaped both our products uh, on like, you know, we started shifting more of our focus to ventilators and other equipment that was needed uh, for at that point of time. And also for us to understand what should be our product strategy, what should be our market strategy, so that we continue to serve the people as well as continue to be successful and profitable as a company. So while my focus is more internal, I think it's now getting to a mix of external because data really is not internal or external, right? It's it's data and the, the power is more in the combination, uh, not in the uniqueness. And it's more in the joining of this data and the new insights uh, that you can arrive faster, sooner, then modify your product strategy and then accordingly go to market, which in turn helps the industry and helps our customers. So uh, that's that's super interesting and there's there's a lot there. So maybe we can unpack that a little bit. So I, I very much agree and I, I have this observation, um, you know, having both worked in, in very large global enterprises and, and then as a, a consultant, a management consultant for many years um, that the use of external data is behind the use of internal data. And it, what's you know very interesting, most large companies are, have many subscription external data sources, and that's very poorly governed and very poorly managed. And, and I think that uh, I, I absolutely agree too that the, the pandemic um, increased the need for interoperability of internal enterprise data and external data sources. So I, I think that's a terrific observation that I just sort of wanted to, um, to tease out and, and, and make sure that, that we highlight um, uh, in, in what you shared. Sticking with that thought a little bit, let, let's, let's talk about streaming data and the importance of streaming data. And I think I, I have in my mind, and again, I'm sort of interested in your experience across the different businesses in, uh, in, in GE. And um, I'm familiar, and hopefully most of, our familiar, most of our audience is familiar with this idea that I think GE may have really popularized this phrase of the industrial internet. So almost when I think of streaming data, the first thing that I start to think of is like, is like jet engines. 
right, and streaming data from jet engines. So I guess a couple of questions, and I'm, I'm mixing a few things together, but, but how important is that streaming data in addition to the external data that, that you're kind of buying from a market standpoint to your business? And then kind of part two of the question, can, what have the experiences you've had been in the other divisions that are sort of more, I'll say traditional industrial internet that are kind of different from life sciences or healthcare and how have those all merged together? Yeah, so so a lot of lot of questions in there, you know. Uh, let me let me uh, try to unpack what you just yes. said a little. Bit. I'll try to hit on some of these uh, yeah. uh, points. You know, see, there are you know in my my time between aviation to power to healthcare now, data analytics industry has really really evolved. You know, it has evolved to a point where. Uh, that uh, what used to be thought like it will happen 20, 30 years ago has already started happening in terms of how much volume of data can we handle, how much variety of data can we handle, how fast can we handle. So I think it's an industry probably that's moving faster than what we thought it would move. And I think things like the coronavirus have further accelerated it. Right, when I was, when, when you look at industries like uh, aviation and power, lot of the, the IoT data, that streaming data, is probably the machine data that we're getting from either our equipments that are installed in field. And primarily that what we use that for was really around improving our service contracts. You know, yeah. in trying to find out when a failure is going to be happening and how do we do part sourcing and, you know, the whole repair process and all of that. So that used to be the bigger focus of the streaming IoT machine kind of data, I would say maybe three, four years ago. But today, now we're taking this data and making that more into a revenue model, right? How do you look at this as a revenue opportunity to sell upsell newer type of services and products to our customers, which is to their benefit so that they can do digital solutions instead of doing, doing hardware and software kind of upgrades to their system. So that's a big shift that I have seen on the streaming data side uh, for our traditional uh, businesses. And I think it's similar uh, in case of healthcare, right? If I look at healthcare, we today use a lot of the data that comes from our scanners and x-ray machines and all of that to see where do we do a lot more of remote service? How do you do a lot more of digital service? So that you know we don't really need our, our field service engineers to go into the hospitals, especially very, very important during the pandemic kind of situation. So there has been, there has been a lot of shift uh, and end of the day, all of this is a combination of knowing your enterprise data, because if you don't know your master customer, you don't know your service contracts, you don't know how they are financed, if you do not know really how the service models are, which is all kind of in your ERP, in your Salesforce, service max kind of systems, and then effectively marry this with the data that's coming from the machines uh, to figure out how should you be doing some of these things both internally and externally. So that's that's the kind of shift I see, uh, Chris. But you know, the other shift I see is really the platform play that is happening uh, within the data analytics space. So for example, uh, in the last couple of years, one of my biggest imperatives and one of the biggest things that I have been involved with is to really try to get a big platform play on a cloud-based native services approach 
to get all of the healthcare data together. So that, you know, uh, traditionally DT or IT teams have been focused on getting the data together, the plumbing, the stitching of the data. But with a lot of cloud and native capabilities today, there are several big vendors like Amazon, Microsoft, who really provide you a lot of capabilities for doing that efficiently. And you as a data analytics leader can really focus on how do you generate new insights and new values uh, from your uh, uh, from your data that requires a platform strategy you know it's it's very important then it requires investments in data management data quality because your outcomes are going to be as good as what your data is and then finally great collaboration and partnership in solving horizontal problems because we've mostly solved vertical problems you know finance commercial service etc but how do you solve a problem that is across these functions in a very efficient way uh, with your data and especially when your world is changing very fast and your center of gravity keeps shifting it's almost like how do you have a comprehensive data strategy that allows you to be nimble at the time do both scale and speed so if you ask me the big shift that is happening in in the whole uh, data world uh, is two three things to just to summarize what i said right i think the in increased forces of external data becoming more important for internal decisions the second thing is really about the mixing of enterprise and IoT data for both productivity and growth. And the third thing is really true importance of platforming and data management strategies. Wow, that's um, that's awesome. I, that that I think is just such a terrific summary of, uh, and I, I very much agree with with uh, with your points. And and we see a lot of this in 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 our businesses as well. And I think one thing that's that's extremely interesting to me about what you said is that that um, there's a lot that's changed, but there's a lot that enterprises have traditionally not done very well around what I call data operations, master data management, data quality. You know, making sure that you have um, clean, unique customer records, clean, unique service contract records. And, and you know, over the last 20 years, uh, enterprises have struggled a lot just with those kind of fundamental building blocks of a data strategy. And that continues to be the case. But then, I, you know, as you as you shared sort of the, 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 intro, the capabilities of interoperability based on technology growth, external data, um, the ability to employ uh, hyperscalers kind of at scale so that your internal organization doesn't have to figure all this out um, has just created these, you know, these amazing new opportunities. And then the, you know, the, the third thing, just to kind of play back that idea of, of horizontal solutions, I think is brilliant. So I, you know, I very much agree that there's, there's um, again, if I think of something that, that enterprise, enterprise business architecture and enterprise IT is always, aspired to have what people you know lovingly call this end-to-end -end view and it's something that we've really not ever been very good at and and so you know it's just a very interesting world we live in where, where there's a combination of you know things that forward-looking companies and IT and data leaders knew 20 years ago they're still true and we still need to kind of stick to our knitting and focus on that and then there are all these new capabilities and, and done correctly, the two of those things really can work together to improve business outcomes, clinical outcomes, revenue outcomes, and, and you know, use data as a, as a fuel for growth. So I think those are, uh, those are some, uh, some really terrific insights.